0: Okay, well, I would now like to introduce our speaker for today, who is Scott. Hi, everyone. My name is Scott, and I am a compulsive overeater. I'm not the biggest fan of OA Zoom meetings. I'm not convinced that OA Zoom meetings are fully anonymous. With that said, here I am, and I'm very grateful to be here. What I was like, what happened, what I'm like now. What I was like was I was miserable. I first discovered OA at the age of 28, at that time, I weighed 315 pounds, which is my highest known weight. I was heavily medicated um, long before it became fashionable to heavily medicate younger people. Uh, I never had my own place to live. I was still living at home with my parents. I didn't have a driver's license. Uh, I didn't even you know, I never had a vehicle, certainly. I didn't have a college degree um, I never got on a date, I never kissed anyone, I was still a virgin, I'd never been in a romantic relationship, I never experienced a significant death. And I had about $25,000 in debt, most of which was credit card debt because I needed a way to support my junk food and junk beverage habits. And as an added bonus, by the time I was 28, maybe even 27, I was already legally disabled, thanks to the long-term consequences of eating like an animal. Uh, And I got all kind of government freebies, all the government benefits, talk about addiction. That's a little bit of what I was like. What happened was, on Friday, March 2nd, 2001, I attended my first ever OA meeting. And I kept coming back. That's what happened. What I'm like now is I am slowly approaching my 50th birthday. My physical and mental health has been completely transformed without doctors, nurses, therapists, surgeons, exercise, or medications. And that includes being at a healthy, normal body weight for a long, long time. I am no longer disabled. I have voluntarily surrendered all of my government freebies. I um, have lived, lived on my own for quite some time. I got my first driver's license and then my second driver's license. I've owned vehicles. I got my first college degree and then my second college degree and then my third college degree. I've gone on dates. I've kissed. I lost my virginity. I've been in romantic relationships. I've gone through breakups. I've experienced significant deaths and lived to tell about them. And I have been credit card debt free for over seven years, which I think is very important. Um, Around this time a year ago, I became a first time homeowner. Mrs. Wright and I finally had enough. So we packed our bags and we moved to Alta Sierra, which is a small town next to Grass Valley up in the foothills. We purchased a big four-bedroom, three-bathroom house with a, that sits on nearly three-quarters of an acre of land. We have a four-car garage, a lot of trees, a lot of squirrels, a lot of deer, a lot of foxes, and a lot of peace and quiet. And then something else happened recently. I'm getting married. Old Scott is finally getting married. What is this world coming to? And it was really interesting, the events leading up to my marriage proposal, to Mrs. Wright. A few weeks before the marriage proposal, I was really having a hard time with something. My philosophy is that kitchen counters ought to be free of crap. I believe that dirty dishes, utensils, and cups ought to be rinsed out before being placed into the dishwasher. I also believe that dirty pots and pans ought to be soaked overnight before attempting to wash them. Or at least soak them for a few hours to give me an opportunity. Now Mrs. Wright believes in these things too, but she doesn't always believe in doing these things quickly. For example, a dirty pot may sit out on the counter, unsoaked, for days at a time. So a few weeks before the wedding, uh, the, the marriage proposal, I had an awakening. I realized that in this department, Mrs. Wright was never going to change. At least not on my timeline. Why? Because step seven, I'm not God. So I decided to take the focus off of Mrs. Wright and to focus once again on myself because that's all I have control over. So I continued to do what I do in the kitchen imperfectly. I worked on a few other things in the kitchen imperfectly. And I stopped enabling Mrs. Wright's behavior. For example, if a dirty dish was left out, I no longer messed with it. None of my business. And it's very interesting what happened over the next few weeks. My love for Mrs. Wright increased. And, you know, to the point where one day I wake up, I start my work day from home. And I'm listening to a song or a podcast, and it, and then something hits me. Oh my God, this is the day I'm supposed to propose to Mrs. Wright. So on Thursday, January 20th, 2022, I asked Mrs. Wright to marry me. Actually, I said, you need to go ahead and marry me already. Now, of course, I said a few romantic things before that. I'm not stupid. And she said, yes. So on Friday, June 17th, 2022, Mrs. Ryder and I are going to get married. We're going to have a ceremony of about 50 people, friends and family, and a beautiful garden near our home. And then the next day, we'll have a larger celebration of about 100 people, friends and family, and then that's that. Hold that thought for a minute. I'm going to read today from the AA 12 and 12. I am a big fan of the AA literature. I love the AA literature because the authors talk a lot about being human. They get into human instinct, human nature. They warn us against the dangers of hedonism. They essentially teach us why we do what we do. You know, when I'm driving down the freeway and someone zips by me and cuts in front of me, I get ticked off. But I don't get angry because I think they need driving lessons. I get angry because my safety was at risk. And as a human being, my number one objective in life is to survive. So this is the last page of Step 12 in the AA 12 and 12. This is on page 125. It's the second total paragraph, the first full paragraph. These little studies of AA's 12 steps now come to a close. We have been considering so many problems that it may appear that AA consists mainly of racking dilemmas and troubleshooting. To a certain extent, that is true. We have been talking about problems because we are problem people who have found a way up and out and who wish to share our knowledge of that way with all who can use it. So, yes indeed, I am a problem person. I could potentially find a problem in any given situation. I'm really grateful that this isn't an issue anymore, but there was once a time where I get into my car and think, what if the car doesn't start up? I'd walk into my office and think, well, what if my boss is mad at me? Well, first of all, my car is starting up because I maintain it. Um, Second of all, my boss is not going to be mad at me. I'm a good employee. I'm reliable. I show up. But okay, let's say for the sake of argument, your car doesn't start up. So what? Well, if my car doesn't start up, I'll be late to work. And if I'm late to work, my boss will get mad at me. If my boss gets mad at me, I'll get fired. And if I get fired, I can't pay the mortgage. If I can't pay the mortgage, Mrs. Wright will leave me. And ah, you know where this goes. It is a great big waste of time and energy. And at the end of the day, focusing on the nonsense is an extension of my issues around procrastination. It is easier for me to worry about nonsense than to focus on what is directly in front of me. And you know, and all those thoughts are lies. These are all great works of fiction of which I am the author. So you know, I've been in the OA fellowship for almost 21 years now. And um, I've done a lot of step work. And um, I still do a lot of step work. And, uh, you know, I care a lot about 12-step recovery. I'm a big fan of it. I think about this stuff quite a bit, in fact. And um, during the last few years, as a problem person, I have identified the three types of problems that I deal with in OA recovery, physical problems, emotional problems, and spiritual problems. My physical problems are those that are related to my food and or the way um, I eat. You know, I tend to eat like an animal. I tend to binge on certain types of foods with certain types of ingredients in them. Um, These are my original problems. These are my primary problems. These are the problems that either got me in the rooms or kept me in the rooms of OA. I identify my physical problems in step one. Once I put the fork down, I'm given an opportunity to work on my emotional problems. These are the problems related to the way I think and feel. These are my character defects. These are my secondary problems. I identify my emotional problems in step six. Now, when it comes to my physical problems, there is a limit to how much food I can put into my body. Like, I may binge take a break, and then go back to binging again, but I still needed to take a break. When it comes to my emotional problems, the possibilities are endless. My brain is like a hard drive with unlimited storage capacity. I could go on and on and on and on and on and on on about how much you don't like me. So it is impossible for me to be free of my character defects. I can certainly have some sanity around them. I can certainly not give them as, you know, too much attention, but I cannot be free of them. As a human being, it's my job to, be, to, to survive in the world. And there's a relationship between that and the character defects. So once I put the fork down and have some sanity around my thoughts and feelings, I am given an opportunity to deal with my spiritual problems. These are the problems that I get to have as a result of OA recovery. These are my tertiary problems. I identify my spiritual problems in step 10. I get to now complain about income taxes because I now have an income that is taxable. I get to complain about traffic on my way to work because I now have a job to drive to. These are the problems that I get to have as a result of O.A. recovery. So I've been abstinent since the summer of 2010, and I've had a lot of spiritual problems since then. The latest having to do with this upcoming wedding ceremony, I've been really struggling. Um, for the life of me, I don't understand what kind of person needs to spend potentially $400, 500 $600 on flowers. I don't know what kind of person needs to buy forks for the main meal and then a second set of forks for the dessert. I don't get it, that's not me. But you know who's that type of person? Mrs. Wright is. So I speak up and then I let go. And I speak up some more and then I let go for good. You know, sometimes it doesn't matter why is right, needs or wants certain things. Sometimes they just are, and at the end of the day, in my opinion, most questions that begin with the question, with the word why, are useless questions. Sometimes things just are, and I need to move on from it. So, anyway, this was the deal I made with my higher power that I humbly call God for today when I made the decision to A, put down the fork, and B, deal with my character defects. In exchange, I am to face life as it comes to me, I am to not run away from it, and I am to embrace discomfort. And I will take my problems of today over my problems of yesterday any day of the week. And you know what happens after we get married? More spiritual problems. Anyway, that's all I got. Love you. Thank you very much.